We need to increase capacity in our lives. Otherwise, we remain stagnant. You know, we don't grow, we don't move forward, and we don't step into all that God has for us. Okay, so while the stretch is uncomfortable, it's so, so important. And that's my next point. The stretch is uncomfortable, but it's necessary. Now, God will use the moments that stretch us as preparation for what's to come, building resilience and capacity in our lives. Okay, the stretch is uncomfortable. I mean, anyone who's stretched without having done a warm-up, you know, before they go to a workout, all that kind of stuff, you're going to know it's uncomfortable. When you haven't exercised a particular muscle for a while, it can hurt when you first start to use it. But it's necessary in order to achieve the results. Muscles that aren't stretched and exercised, they wither. They become weak. And if we don't exercise a stretch in our life, whether it be physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, then that area begins to wither. And our capacity in that area shrinks. Because while we can also stretch capacity out, if it's not used, if it's not stretched, it will, it will shrink. It can be easy to run away from the uncomfortable, but it's never, ever going to serve us well. Um, I have this huge aversion to conflict, like hugely. I hate the awkward conversation, like it's awful. And I, and, or having to bring correction to someone, unless it's my children and my husband, that's open slather. But anyone else, <laughs> and I think that's often true <laughs> of people, you know, the people closest to you can be brutal. But you're just so much more precious of everyone else around you, which is not really how it should be. It shouldn't be brutal at all for a start. But anyway, so I will often try to avoid conflict as much as possible, and it can actually be to my own detriment. So for a while, I worked um, with a polytech in Invercargill in Queenstown, and I was dealing with students, and then when I moved to Queenstown to work there, I was dealing with staff and having to manage staff, and oh my gosh, if you've ever had to manage people before, there's a whole lot of conflict involved in that. So there are times I'd sit in my office and shut my door and go, oh Jesus, Jesus help me. Oh my gosh, what am I doing? There was a whole lot of prayer and tongues and like all this stuff going on. Jesus help me. Because I had to manage people and then I'm involved dealing with conflict. So I really struggled with the times that I had to bring correction and have some of those awkward conversations. But I came to realize that God was using this to stretch, grow, and teach me in this area. Because it's kind of hard to um, pastor people without having an awkward conversation from time to time. In fact, it's pretty high up in the job description of pastoring. Next step is loving people. Have awkward conversations with people because you love people. And so, you know, that's been a real stretch for me. So if I ever have to come have an awkward conversation with you, please understand it's really hard for me too, okay? <laughs> like, kind of dying inside. But I believe that I love you more than my fear of the awkward conversation. So, just a heads up, if we ever have to have that, just know, it's because I love you. Okay, it definitely wasn't comfortable to have those conversations, but there are times where I felt completely stretched well beyond my own limits. But I look back and I can see how much I had grown in this area. And God had positioned me in that place, I'm sure, just so I could learn to have awkward conversations. Now, 1 Corinthians 9.25 says, Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They will not get a crown, they will not last. 
but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Athletes train hard to achieve their goals, disciplining themselves to push past their discomfort and increase their ability, their capacity to achieve, and to be the best that they can be. They do it for a price, a personal motivation, whatever that may be. It might be money, power, glory, whatever. You know, their training, their stretching their limits is by no means comfortable. But athletes understand that it is necessary to achieve their goal. Now, they're looking at the goal rather than the discomfort, rather than the uncomfortable. They know in order to get here, I've got to do some stuff that's not going to be so fun, but the reward will be great, far greater than the discomfort that I feel. So as Christians, we shouldn't run away from the stretch, no matter how uncomfortable it is, because it's necessary for our growth. Okay, I don't want to be the one who continually is put in the same uncomfortable situations because I prefer to run away than embrace the stretch. I'd much rather learn the lesson quickly and get it over with. Because have you ever noticed that if God wants you to learn something, he's going to help you learn it. And until you take note and until you learn that lesson, it's just going to be going around and around and around. The situation may not be the same each time, but the lesson is. And so until you learn that, it's going to be a whole lot of uncomfortable. And thirdly, when you increase in capacity, you need to increase your vision. Otherwise, you'll always be limited. Now, in our first year of schoolies, not only did our capacity increase, but so did our vision. We were able to see what we could do. And this was so much bigger than what we originally saw. Now, our capacity had grown, and we needed to increase our vision in order to outwork that. You know, five of us in a lounge with a cell phone wasn't going to cut with what we wanted to need, what we needed to do. Now, it wasn't going to cut the mustard. It wasn't going to be enough. So we had to increase our vision. What could this look like? How many people do we need? Oh, what does a call centre look like? All that kind of stuff. You know, our capacity had grown, and we needed to increase our vision in order to outwork that. If we hadn't, we'd never have grown, and we'd have just remained stagnant. If you do the same thing that you always do, then you'll always you'll get the same result that you've always got. Now, if we want to advance the kingdom for God, if we want to grow church, if we want to see our family safe, see our neighborhood safe, see this region and our nation trend around, then we can't be doing the same old thing all the time. We have to be going, okay, God, give us bigger vision. Give us bigger vision. Let us see bigger than what we currently see. Let us do something different to what we're doing now. And even though that might be uncomfortable, the benefit is so much greater. The goal in achieving it is so much greater than the, and so much more important than the uncomfortable. Now, I find that every time we go away for schoolies, there is more stretch. Okay, it's uncomfortable. Okay, trust me, I'm getting older. It's not so comfortable to be sleeping on the floor with not a lot of sleep and 38 degrees temp, like heat, all that kind of stuff. It's not comfortable at all. But we do it because we come back with an increased capacity and greater vision. And it applies not only for serving on red frogs and the work that we do with that, but any time I allow God to position me to be stretched. My capacity increases. My vision is bigger. Now, when God called us to Cromwell, there was a certain level of stretch. Trust me. You know, there was a, a certain level of discomfort and a certain level of capacity. Now, and as we have embraced the stretch and allowed God to grow us, our capacity has increased. 
If you'd said to me three years ago, when we started church in a classroom, that, you know, when, you know, 13 people was considered a big service, if you would tell me that we have actually over 100 people, we get around 50 kids in a youth group night, that would be in the auditorium, that would have connect groups, we'd have a young adults ministry, we'd have people serving, we'd have a music team. If you told me all that stuff, I'd be like, no, you're dreaming. Because I couldn't see that then. But as we've stretched, little by little, stretched out, taken a step, sometimes it's been fun, sometimes it's been really uncomfortable. You know, we've seen God come through and our capacity increase. And my vision has increased. So if my capacity was to outstrip my vision, then that would impact us on us as a church and as a community of believers. There'd be no growth. No stepping into new initiatives. Nothing new. We'd stay the same and probably go backwards. Now, our vision needs to be bigger than our capacity because it's in the deficit where we rely on God rather than ourselves. Because if I can do everything in my, in my own strength, then why do I need God? But actually, if your dream isn't big enough, if your dream doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. Because what God has for you is far greater than you can dream or imagine. And we need to be able to rely on Him to get to it. And it's in that gap that we lack, of that lack, that we cry out to God and let Him be sovereign rather than us be self-reliant. It's in that gap that we learn to, to step into the stretch. And it's in that place that our capacity grows. Now, anything we pour our energy into, spending time developing and cultivating, is increasing our capacity in that particular area. If you learn an instrument, you don't come out. You know, Ash is learning to play piano. And he hasn't started out playing for Elise and Moonlight Sinatra. He started off doing like, this is a middle C. And this is this. And this is this. And now you can put those notes together and play the Harry Potter theme song. But, you know, but he didn't start out that way, so bit by bit. And as he practices, and as he grows more, and he learns more notes, and he grows more confident, then he's able to step into a more complex piece of music. And it's the same for us as we take that little step. Oh, oh, that wasn't so bad. Okay, great. Okay, cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna invite someone to church. Oh, oh, that wasn't so bad. Okay, cool. That's good. Oh, uh, I'm gonna go to a connect group. Oh, that wasn't so bad. I'm gonna run a connect group. Oh, oh, that's a little bit more stretch. So that's a little bit more uncomfortable because I feel a little bit more vulnerable and I've got to be a bit organised and I'm letting people into my home I don't know. Some of them might you know, be extra grace required. But I've done this for a while now and it's okay. Right, what's the next step? Oh, I might do an offering message in church. Oh my goodness. You know, so as we step and step and step and take those small steps, um, God increases our capacity. You know, we get to a level where it's no longer uncomfortable, it's comfortable. And so then we step into something new. So what many of you won't know is I have an issue with shyness. Like, to the point where it was almost paralytic. So at high school, I would run committees, but I always delegate someone else to talk to people, because I would want to. I remember going to visit Rat University one time, and we went into the, the cafe, the just, you know, the, it's a cafe at the uni, and I was terrified that people would know 
that I'm not a university student. Like to the point where I was shaking. I was like almost paralyzed with fear. And just having to talk to people and being thrown into like networking things. Terrifying. Standing up here, there's just no way that that would do that this would happen. And now I can like walk away from my computer and my notes. Not too far. But I can do that now and speak with confidence. And it's not because I went there was a progression of stretch that happened, a transition of stretch that happened over a period of time. And as I got to step into something and, and, and grow a bit more, and I was able to step into a bit more, God was like, okay, we're going to do the next thing now. Okay, we're going to do the next thing now. And that's how it happens. Your dream might terrify you, but it's okay. And you might not know how to get there, but it's okay to take one, one foot and step in front of the other, take a step, take a stretch, take a step and a stretch. And as you go, you'll find that your capacity increases along that time. And then you're able to step into what it is that God has for you. And when you get to that point, you go, oh, this is natural. This is where I should have been all along. And you're in the place that God has created you for. And then he'll go, hey, let's go for another stretch. He's always, you're always going to be increasing. There's always more. There's always more in him. God is not done with you yet. And I want to encourage you. You might be thinking, oh, no, you know what? I'm old. I'm done. I'm, I'm about to have a bit to retire or sit down or whatever. God is not done with you yet. There is still more. While you are living and breathing, God is not done with you. You have a purpose. He has a plan and a purpose for your life. And I want to encourage you. Don't be afraid to invite that person to church. To ask someone if you can pray for them. To, to go say hello to your neighbour. Don't be afraid to still take those, those steps of stretch. Because, of, because God is in them and he's got so much more for you. I want to encourage you. What was the last thing you did, time that you did something for the very first time? Regularly doing something for the first time is a really good life habit to develop. It's going to help you immensely to avoid the I can't response. And also from becoming too comfortable or even stagnant in the normal. It will stretch you into, yes God, we can do this response. Along with a step out of both, both faith and trust in yourself and God. You know? Next time you, tr- you drive out of the church car park, turn the opposite direction than what you usually turn. Just to break the, but I always do this. It this way attitude. That's from a um, lady named Dwayne in Caldy. And her and her husband uh, passes in the C3 movement, but they also help people with church growth. And, you know, and it, I think that's a really good challenge. When was the last time that you did something for the first time? When was the last time that you did something that you haven't done in a long time? We recently got our piano tuned because um, Asher is learning piano. And one of the things that I've found myself doing is picking up my old music and playing again. And it's not good. It's not pretty. But I, but I enjoy doing it. And there's a stretch that as I do it more and more, then I'm finding that it's becoming more natural. And some of those skills and stuff that I had are coming back to me. There's a stretch because there's sometimes my fingers don't stretch as far as they should do. And, um, and you know, and I'm, it's learning something new. But you know what? God's in the midst of it. And it's actually something really cool. But I want to encourage you, what are the areas that God is calling you to increase in your capacity? Now we're going to get the music team up again. And um, 
we're going to step into a time of worship, but I want to encourage you, take a moment of God. What, is it, what are the areas that he's wanting to stretch, to call you to step into a greater capacity? Where are the areas that he's wanting you to lift your vision, to see again? And you may have felt, oh, I've just kind of let those things lie, I'm just doing life now. I want to encourage you, lift your eyes. Lift your heart towards him. Open your ears to hear what he is saying. Because he's not done with you yet. He's not done with you. There is more. And he's wanting to call you into bigger and greater things.